Good morning, everyone. Thanks for coming in this morning to be with us. Or tuning in if you're not here in the studio with us. <laughs> All the people over in the studio audience are happy you acknowledge their presence here as being real and live. See? Yes. They, they are live. Those of you who don't believe, well, well. They're right there. Yeah. You know. Right there. As we sit on the 75th floor of the WTCA Tower. In downtown Plymouth. In downtown Plymouth. Oh, Rusty, here, could you put this in the trading post for me? You know, <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Yes? That even comes with your handwriting, I believe. <laughs> so you have you have made good on your promise. I- <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't get Jim to go do it, so I had, I did. It. I was like, made, I've got to go well, out in the garage I, and find something to sell. I got to be honest. I think I'm the only other person on earth who can read Jim's handwriting because mine is the only one in on earth that's worse than his. So yeah, I uh, I'm glad that you wrote it. So he always types everything up. You notice that? Uh, yes, if he's got the yeah, time, he yeah, will type. He, he gets so mad at himself yes. because it, it. Yeah, so he'll always type it up for me. So. That way a, you can read it. Yeah, and when it's a mistake, it's my problem. So yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 watches out for if me. If you can't read the typing, that's your problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know. It is kind of what I do for a living is read typing. So. Uh yes. Back in the day you used to read a ton of it too. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of miss the teletype. I gotta be honest. Can you the noise that it used to make? I too? actually kind of miss that. Yeah, we used to have two machines in here. I don't. I was yeah. very little back in the day, so one was AP. I'm not yep. sure. One was Indiana. I'm sure. Oh, okay. But yeah. And then they combined the place I was at. They combined them. They had two of them, and then the they combined into one, and it just came down at different times. Man, I used to like that teletype. I used to like doing and that. And then we had hooks on the yeah. wall, and you'd rip it off, and, yeah. oh, this is sports. Oh. You hook it up on there. This is news. This is egg, and you'd hook those up on the wall. I remember when I worked uh-huh. overnights, our morning news guy, who was the news guy who was my first mentor in the communications business of news. Um, I started working for him after I – but I, on overnights – he would come in in the morning, and he would be – he knew exactly when everything came off that wire over the course of the night. He knew Indiana came he at, knew two, coming, at yes. 2 and 310, and, you know, and so he knew he had this coming. He knew, you know, you'd go in and say, well, the international weather is missing. Why didn't you save that for me? He wanted to see everything. He wanted to see absolutely everything that came over that teletype overnight. <laughs> the international weather. Everything. Okay. You, 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 there was a strip. Like you said, the little hook. There was a hook strip for absolutely everything that would come down that wire at night. He wanted to see it all. That's I mean, he might funny. just glance at it, but he still but he, wanted I, to see I it. I just need to know everything well, that's going on. And I asked him once. I said, why? He says, well, you never know when you might mention some monsoon that's drop going through someplace. Or, you know, yes, and yeah. it might might come right through here. Yeah, Who you knows? Know, if, if Illinois News is in Chicago, maybe that's something we want to report on. I mean, you know, he wanted to at least see it all to make that decision. And okay. uh, he was a very thorough man. Hmm. Very thorough man. Very interesting. He was a cool guy too i really liked him he was the one who told you nobody cares what you think write it and get out <laughs> okay <laughs> he yes. was well. really adamant about 
we had to take a tape recorder everywhere we went. And we couldn't say John John was quoted as saying we had to get John to say that into a oh. tape recorder. So that we <laughs> could put it hear in. It. Yeah, and if you had a, if you had more than if you're usually gonna do five, six stories a day, uh, in whenever you were in there. And if you didn't have sound at least a sound option with all of them, he was asking you why. <laughs> So, yeah, he was really big on on having sound other than your voice in the newscast. Really big on that. Um, so, is is there any announcement that you want to make today about anything in your family? Oh, that's old news. That's old news. Yeah, twelve hours old. No, that's old news. How well, I, uh, several weeks, actually. And we just post the that's, picture that's yesterday? That's official, yeah. Oh. That's just the official. I, I, I saw the ring when it came home. So, yeah. I knew that was coming up. Yeah, my son's engaged. Ta-da! Uh, Elijah. But see, like I said, that's old news. I knew it was... You, uh, not, well, it may be old news, but you weren't sure that they were... Well, ever was, going to really officially tie the knot? I didn't. I don't. I thought I told you that. That about, no. about a month ago, he came back. I think it was Father's Day. He came back and and he had the and he showed me. He says, "I'm going to give this to her tomorrow." Um, once again, they're not really hung up on a lot of formality and stuff. She's she's perfect for him. Actually, <laughs> together are absolutely perfect. But wow. Yeah, so he, uh, I know a couple of weeks ago he was going to, it, it, let's put it this way, it's the, the most anticlimactic, everybody knew they were going to be together for forever. Yes. It was just not. Yes, it was definitely. It was just a, a matter of when it was going to be official, but they've been together for seven years right now, so. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't see either one of them. I didn't before. So he is engaged. You know, okay, so we know it's Elijah Nixon. Do you think we should tell people? Well, if it's on on the internet, it's got to be true, Well, it doesn't have, it only has a picture. So if somebody doesn't recognize the picture. Well, I think Sydney took the picture. Sydney Oliver. Um, anybody knows? I think Maggie took the pic. Anybody. Maybe Sydney did. Maybe it was a selfie. I think it was. I think they were like. Kind of making it official online okay. over the weekend was pretty much the, uh, but yeah, she's, babe, it's, it's a foregone conclusion from several years ago that it was going to happen. It was just, just when. Um, go into the chapel. <laughs> oh, no, don't go do that. get married. <laughs> can you imagine oh my goodness can i imagine Ooh. him getting married no oh, oh yeah the whole thing yeah the whole thing yeah so yeah he is uh he, he it's official now but like i said i knew several weeks ago that it, the process was beginning uh but yeah he gave it to her then that weekend so do we have a date or i'm not that- sure i think that's kind of what they were waiting on she is still finishing school that's kind of what well. he's been waiting on is that they don't know where they're going to end up i mean with his skills and the way he he can work pretty much anywhere it's not that big a deal so it's going to be where do you, where does she want to go um to where, where is she going to take a job and she's got yes. several options already 
but hasn't now, decided which one she wants to take. She initially was going into the dental field? Yeah, she's a lab now. She's okay. a chemist, chemist, I believe. A chemist? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, it'll be very interesting. Congratulations. Yes. Hey. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, um, none of the others. Now, now you, you a... know what? what? You're going to have to, like, start slimming down and getting prepared Who I am? for the yeah for the wedding. Why do I, mean, I have to do you that? You want to look great in a tux oh, and no button. This isn't going to be you know Hawaiian shirts and khaki shorts and flip flops. You don't know my son, Sydney. <laughs> really? That may be exactly what it is. <laughs> in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There may be Jimmy Buffett involved at some point. Well, I know um, they like cruises. You can get married on the cruise ship yeah, too. That, that would be kind of fun. I'm sure that. It's something really different. But... I'm sure that would be perfectly fine with them. <laughs> yeah. Probably not all their friends and family, though. Well, I wouldn't mind. I've never been on a cruise. It would be interesting. It'd be fun. Oh, it's fun. I, I, I'd go in a heartbeat. I'd be hanging off the edge on. <laughs> Hey, look at me! It's a cruise! I made it! Yeah. Maggie, quit hitting my hand! I'm going to fall! Yeah, she'd, she'd be encouraging <laughs> me. <laughs> she'd be encouraging me. Go ahead, jump <sighs> in. The water's fine. Yeah. <laughs> How many stories down? <sighs> and never mind about those sharks and whales out yeah. there. They won't bother you. I'm more than one bite to a shark, so I, I have a chance to survive. So, you know, obviously, Olympic news. Yeah. The breaking news this morning. Do you want the... the, the oh. The, yeah, okay. Here you go. And now with Olympic breaking news, here's Kathy. Well, obviously, I would think everybody... I mean, we just had it in the national news... Uh, too, but Simone Biles has withdrawn from the women's team gymnastic event this morning. I mean, well, it was last night, probably. Um, not sure what happened. She withdrew from the women's team final after she left the field to be attended to by a trainer. So uh, she came back with a heavily strapped foot. So... Well... Evidently, It'd be hard to be a gymnast with a foot injury. Now, this does not, I mean, this does not mean that she can't go in the individual all around. And at this point, but for the team part of it, she's out of the team. So, which kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm sad for her because she's worked so hard and had that extra year that she, you know, had to continue to work. Right. Um, but think about, you know, those alternates that go over. And practice just as hard and work just as long in this gym yeah. and sit the bench and cheer on the team. Now, one of those girls have stepped up, uh, and uh, it's Jordan Childs, uh, has stepped up and will fill in. And, right. I mean, I don't know. that That's got to be kind of um, gut-wrenching, too. Like, uh, what? Uh, I got it. You know, like. Kind of with no warning type situation, like, uh, yeah. oh, guess what? Warm up because you're going on. Sometimes okay. that's better. You don't have time then to that... talk yourself into not doing well. <laughs> True. It's just like you just got to react. Sometimes that's better. Some people react better to that. Other people want to be prepared. They want to know what's coming. So, yeah. Well, 
We'll see. It'll be uh, really shocking. It'll be fun to watch tonight. It'll be on primetime tonight. The the whole deal. So that will be kind of, you know, to see where things are. So let's look at the metal count. Uh. And... This morning, the medal count has the United States of America with 25 medals, 9 gold, 8 silver, and 8 bronze. Uh, China is 21 medals, 9 gold, 5 silver, 7 bronze. And then tied for 18 is Japan and the... This is the one I can't remember. Russia? Yes, it's the Russia team, but it's... Russia Olympic oh it's just it's gone again it's a special like Olympic team or something well you can tell how much attention I'm paying because I have no idea what you're talking about and Great Britain is right behind with 13 so Great Britain trying to think oh I watched men's synchronized diving last night (sighs) off of the high high platform oh I mean, way up high. That's I. I was thinking afterwards because we talked about these facilities, and it's like, what would you do with that huge thing clear up there? Uh, the Russian Olympic Committee. Okay. Yeah, what the heck? That what you know? It's Russia, 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 Russia Olympic Committee. Thank you, listener. It's still Russia. <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, what, uh, this pool is not, I mean, we don't have a, a lot of uh, Olympic divers or professional divers, I don't think, in Tokyo. So I'm not exactly sure. What, you, you just tear it down afterwards and not have that gigantic platform up there to dive I would imagine of? they'll keep Do it you keep it some and, kind of a training center. I was going to say, it, to whatever. train your next one, that's a lot of money to expend for a training center for... Well, a few people. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've never built an Olympic pool with a platform, so I I imagine it's kind of pricey. Uh, probably. Just a bit. And in fact, I was watching last night, and I'm I won't get it all right, but Alaska, the gal from Alaska, got a gold medal, mm-hmm. and there is only one Olympic size pool. In the whole state of Alaska. Well. So it's not like, you know, they, they do a lot of swimming in Alaska. Uh, <laughs> not purposely. <laughs> I don't know if that would even be purposely. I mean, more than that, you're walking on ice most of the time. It's yeah. just that accidental, like, drop in. Or, yeah. Or, you know, you get pulled in by a big fish. Oh. That kind of thing. Oh, okay. See, I've seen that happen. Jeremy Wayne. River monsters, you get one of those big ones on the end, and it can pull you right in. You got to be careful. This thing can pull me right into the water. Then I'd be danger the crocs, and that would be bad. Uh, yes, but that's usually in warm waters. I would think more than oh, I don't know the icy icy waters of Alaska. All the, all the waters in Marshall County are teeming with alligators. You no, know they that? are not. No, they are. There's alligators no, everywhere. Not. No, not at all. It's been really interesting watching, though, because uh, I know in one of them, 
because of COVID and everything, these girls were training in a pond in a residential complex, a residential area, basically. Um, but they eventually had to give up training, and there were several of them in there, because of the snapping turtles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, snapping turtles have a bite. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, what, your feet flapping up and down, they think that's a fish they're going after? I don't know what they think, or... but they'll bite you. They are more than happy I thought they bite, bite they would go after, you know, like if you, I, I basically see them out on the road. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, and then go on, go on, get off the road, go, go, go. Are you and sure then they get low. Snapping turtle, though? Snapping turtles look like crocodiles. I mean, snapping turtles are, you can definitely tell a snapping turtle as opposed to just a regular turtle. Well, do all turtles bite? Well, I'm sure they do. They have to eat. But snapping turtle can take a finger off. Well, Austin has a snapping turtle in his bedroom. Yeah, and that looks different it, than yes, a turtle. Yes, it's, it's... Yeah, that looks different it's than... It's nasty. Looks, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, try, I'm trying to get him to, like, figure out um, where he could get rid of it. Okay. I mean, he raised it since it was about the size of a quarter. And now it's the size of uh, uh, and a smaller to average uh, paper plate type situation. Okay. And, it, I mean, it is, you know, it's not nice. I mean, it's not something oh, no. you can get out and pet or anything oh, like no, that. Oh, no, 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 no. But here you have fed it these years, so it's not something that you can just go put out into the swamp and think that it's going to survive. Because it's never been, I mean, it's never been outside in the hot and in the cold and all that. Right. So I, I suggested they try like um, Potawatomi Zoo maybe. Hey, do you guys need a snapping turtle? Yeah. I don't know. How did you learn to swim? Didn't you, didn't, I you went know, everybody, to... Everybody that I know learned to swim. They went, they took... Went, their Pretty dad, lake. Their dad took them out to the pond and threw them in the middle and said, sink well, or swim. I t- but I took lessons at Pretty Lake. That's what you do with the turtle. Just take it out to the pond, throw it in the middle, sink or swim. Well, I know it can swim probably, although it doesn't have that much water in right. the tank. Yeah. It's got a big tank, but not that much water. So, yeah, I didn't even think about I... the swimming. I'm more concerned about being able to... Understand that the food just doesn't magically dis- uh, appear in the front of you in that tank, and uh, and of course, you know, I mean, they it, it eats shrimp and fish. Um, I know at one point they were buying like goldfish or whatever to feed. I'm not sure what they feed it now, but okay. Well, I can I can assure you this. You know, here's the smorgasbord. Yeah, uh, it's time to eat. Okay, now I'm out in the pond, and it's like, uh, where's the smorgasbord? See, I need the food. I can assure you that um, I've seen this happen in the wild. My children ate shrimp and steak and things. And, and where's the smorgasbord goes to? <laughs> the where's the ramen? I'm on my own. So. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I have a feeling that the 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 turtle would would have at least as much adaptability as my children have had in fending for itself. Um, just you know, because my kids were not raised anywhere near the wild either. So, um, well, but they have learned to to actually fend for themselves. I I you know I just I somebody's got to give like okay maybe a DNR officer can say yes this turtle would be okay or whatever but. I, I know he's not just going to go and well, dump I, it out 
like, you know, somebody, I think, maybe got rid of an alligator here a few years ago. Oh, yeah, alligators are everywhere. in town. Every, yeah, every bit of well, standing water in Marshall County has no, alligators in it. No. You didn't know that? That's not true, so don't, <laughs> you know, don't be doing fake news in here now, Rusty. You're going to get us in trouble. Well, I bet you're telling me that picture of the shark and Lake Max and Cucky is all fake, too. Uh, yes. You're, you're telling me that's Photoshop? Uh, I'm telling you. I don't know. I don't you. know. You do, you just don't believe in anything, Kelly. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, before we jump in and, and take our first break and get with Mayor Mark, who is going to be our guest this morning, I do want to let you guys know, over the weekend, I, I saw, you know, immense by watching the Olympics, I did see a little blurb on TV about some boat fire over at Wawa Sea. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, then on Sunday evening, I get a press release from the DNR and I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's what that what I saw on TV. And I kind of look through there and it just doesn't really tell you anything. And I'm like, hmm, OK, well, that's fine. So then yesterday morning, I am at a press conference and somebody tells me, hey, you know, that that boat fire, that was Jane from United Way. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was the mayor that told yeah. me. And I'm like, it was? And he goes, yeah, it was. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So then Brent Martin last night goes, hey, he goes, you know that was uh, Jeff Hanzik's yeah. boat? Yeah. And I said, no. And he goes, yeah. So I said, well, can you get me some details? You know, and so I, I go back to my trash and pull out that DNR news release so I have it. And I, I'm friends with Jeff on Facebook, so I contact him through Facebook, and he gives me a, a buzz. And I chat with him last night. And so uh, the Indiana Conservation Officers are currently investigating a boat fire that occurred Saturday and injured two people. Uh, this was just before 3 o'clock. Uh, the Kosciuszko County... Uh, dispatch received a 911 call for a boat fire <coughs> with injuries near Wawasee Boat Company on Lake Wawasee. Uh, the preliminary investigation revealed that a cabin cruiser that had two inboard engines caught fire when the owner attempted to start the vessel after fueling, fueling it. Uh, the owner, Jeff Hansek, a culver, advised he did vent the watercraft with blowers prior to engaging the engines. Uh, the Syracuse Fire Department was able to quickly contain the fire to the watercraft before it subsequently sank. Uh, eight occupants, including Hanzik, were able to make it safely onto shore. Two female passengers, Jane Rorig and her mother-in-law, were transported to Fort Wayne Lutheran uh, Burn Center for treatment of second-degree burns. The, the group was there for a bachelorette party. Jane's daughter is getting married in a couple of weeks, and they wow. were having a bachelorette party yeah. on the boat. Um, you know, and when it says that they were able to get to shore, uh, they were still tied to the dock, okay, the, yeah. the fueling dock. So they were yeah. actually, nobody had to jump in the water or anything like that. They were able to get off that boat, uh, but the, the flash of it um, did burn Jane on her back and her arm and her mother-in-law, too. And, uh, you know, and she's in some pain. I was talking oh, to her last yeah. night. And she definitely is in some pain. Um, uh, conservation officers want to remind boat operators to run bilge blowers before starting inboard engines for the entire time recommended by the boat manufacturer prior to starting the engines. 
all non-open type vessels built after 1980 that run on gasoline are required to have a functional bilge blower according to the United States Coast Guard requirements. Units assisting were the Indiana Conservation Officers at the scene and Kosciuszko Sheriff's Department, Syracuse Police Department, Syracuse Fire, and Syracuse EMS. So um, Jane is out of the hospital and home recuperating. So Good. our thoughts and prayers uh, go out to her <laughs> and, uh, you know, to her mother-in-law and and get better, honey. You got a wedding in a few weeks. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I uh, I wanted to do that story because... There was, there is a, you know, I looked, I look when I get those stuff, I look and see if there's a local connection sure. there. And yeah. if there is, I'll use it. Well, this did not, the initial press release did not give any information. Right. So fortunately, word of mouth in this community <laughs> got me the information I knew. And I happened to know the people. So I was able to actually contact them sure. personally um, and make sure it was okay to right. uh, put their name in there. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, fortunately, you know. Nobody was critically injured, but uh, obviously I told Jane, I said, gosh, you've got a wedding to go to. You, you know, take every precaution and step right now. The last thing you need is to get sicker from having this burn. I mean, you don't want to get an infection or anything in there. So just take your time and get better. Yep. So, yeah. Okay. um, Why don't we take our first break of the morning and uh, then we'll start with Mayor Mark. We got... Wow, something to give away. We have something to give away. This is, at this point, this is the last one we're going to give away. Mayor yes. Mark, it's your last opportunity on Friday to uh, have uh, fish from the Elks Lodge here we, in Plymouth. We were there just last Friday. Yeah. Um, so this gift certificate is <laughs> only good for this Friday night. And Rusty, what are their dinners they're having this Friday night? Uh, they will have meatloaf. Be all-you-can-eat fish, fried chicken dinner. Oh, Jim um, likes the fried chicken. Chicken sandwich, fish platter, tenderloin platter, and cheeseburger oh, platter. Meatloaf. Oh, meatloaf. Oh, I love meatloaf. Yeah, they do good meatloaf. And, and the gift certificate is good for your choice Any of meal. dinner Friday evening at the Plymouth Elks Lodge yep. here. So um, if you are interested in, in having dinner at the Elks, it's a great place. They The problem is that... They cannot find a cook. I mean, here we go. Another can't find anybody to <laughs> right. work. You yep. know, so, yeah. So we need caller number four. Okay. 936-4096. 936-4096. Caller four. It's time to join an ever-growing company which has focus on great-tasting snacks and a wonderful culture. Are you the right ingredient? Come join the team at Pretzels in Plymouth, hiring for full and part-time. They offer 24, 36, or 48 weekly hour employment options. Paid weekly and full-time members receive full insurance benefits from day one. Starting pay, $13.61 to $14.61 an hour. Eligible for $19.32 an hour after one year. Apply online at pretzels-inc.com. Indeed.com or in person at 2910 Commerce Street in Plymouth. When you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. 
you in pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board-certified and fellowship-trained surgeons Dr. Lisa Ronbach and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525, and come to expect the best. I just think your music is incredible. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. Seven four nine three six four zero nine six, or text five seven four three zero seven six six four seven and be a part of the show. Now let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. And uh, Tom, congratulations. Tom K is our winner. Tom K. Getting our elks. Go to the Elks Friday night. Don't forget, you can also go on Wednesday evenings. Yep. Um, they do serve their men. The menu is a little bit lighter on Wednesday evening, shorter. Yes. Uh, and this Wednesday night, Rusty, it includes fish, chicken, cheeseburger, and tenderloin platters. Okay. So there you there go. There you go. And hopefully, they'll eventually get a cook in place and open up again. That would be good. Yes. Yeah. So Mayor Mark Center is with us on Monday evening. The City of Plymouth conducted their regular meetings. Good morning, Good Mayor. Good morning. I think that was probably between the two of them the shortest ever. Uh, that, my, that, yeah, my I was home before years. before 7 o'clock. I was like, wow, this is great. I mean, the Board of Works was only, what, 11 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Well, let me see. Let me just get my phone out here because I record those things. Uh, seven point five seven seconds. So almost eight minutes for the board of works <laughs> and twelve point two minutes for the common council meeting. And then a fifty-minute uh, executive session after that. Oh so. well, sorry for you. Yeah. The the executive session was kind of. Uh, uh, I know you can't talk about it because it's an executive session, but they held a meet a, a meeting la- after the regular meeting. Uh. As permitted for discussion of records classified as confidential by the state or federal statute pursuant to Indiana Code 514.1.5.6.1b7. For discussion of records classified as confidential by the state or federal statute. So, I mean, I have no idea. Usually it'll give you a little something, but it, yeah, we got no idea. So, um,. Okay, so, Mayor, we'll just 
well, before we jump into that, I mean, we're, I'm going to have actually uh, Bill Shealy's coming in mm-hmm. and Dan Marone on Friday, uh, going to be a guest on our show. There's a, a gnat in yeah, here. I almost too. got it. Yes. <laughs> and so we're going to talk about it really in depth with them. But yesterday uh, there was a press conference out at the Plymouth Municipal Airport. I got to tell you, Mark, when you think about what that airport was and what it looked like when you came into office and the transformation over the years of what has happened at the Plymouth Airport, it is astounding. It is. Um, and I got to give all the due, uh, due respect to Bill Sheely and, and uh, his team out there, um, Zach Davis. Uh, prior to that, Dave Latimer right. uh, was in there for eight years and sort of got the ball rolling. But, um, you know, you <clears> kind of <throat> you, you instigated this, too, because you made some changes on the board, the aviation board. Right. And I think the aviation board stepped up then and said, I, and everybody can remember, well, not everybody, but a lot of people will remember back where the big thing was is they wanted to change the direction of, of the runway and lengthen it out. And, um, you know, I know they had brought bought property across Lilac Road there, um, but l- without doing that project look what we have right. now at the airport it is pretty amazing well they talked about that for a long long time um yeah, i even went to board meetings when i was running in 07 and um that was pretty much the, the main topic uh and who wants to get off of a a jet and walk into the building that we had at the time a, a, a run down 1970s dilapidated yeah 70s Inside and out style building. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and we were out there yesterday because the FAA was in town and they were there to award Alpha Flight, which is the the aviation business, one of the aviation businesses operating out there, their uh, 141 certification, which is a, a training certification, which puts them in, as the same level as like the training that a student would get at Purdue University, um, going to college or university. Um, so uh, it it's fantastic news for them now because, I mean, they can actually get somebody through uh, a flight school faster than they could going to college and cheaper than they could going to college. Um, it is not an inexpensive endeavor, I will tell you that. Uh, it was interesting when I was talking to Dan Marone, though. Um, you know, when you think about pilots and you get on a plane and you're going on vacation, I mean, the, the pilots are males for the biggest part. And he said, yeah, there's only 8% female pilots. Um, and he said, there is a huge need for pilots right now um, where they're hiring um I forget what he said, 3,200 every other month or something like that. It's crazy. And it's across the nation, uh, this need for pilots. So um, you can somebody could come here and take the training and be done in, in less, I think it's just over a year, and save tens of thousands of dollars uh, on getting their training and, and do it right here in a community maybe where you live and... And support so 
uh, it, it's really exciting for them. Absolutely. Um, and they're going to be on the show to really kind of delve into that. And then I want Bill to talk about uh, what's happening out at the airport. I mean, they've been, uh, you know, this grant money that we talk about, this grant money has been coming into the airport too. Um, and so we can see some improvements in what they're going <coughs> to be doing out there uh, coming up. But we'll d- jump into the city meeting from last night uh the board of public works and safety was first uh uh, we awarded bids for the 2021 street and sidewalk projects yep and um the low bidder was e&b paving out of rochester four hundred forty six thousand eight hundred and sixteen dollars i really like to put the money in there because i want people to realize how expensive it is to do road maintenance exactly uh it's very costly um and that four hundred and forty six thousand is divided up the city's portion of that will be three hundred and sixty four thousand two hundred eighty nine dollars those are four city streets then there will be some paving happening at oak hill cemetery uh that will be almost forty one thousand dollars and the park department will be doing a paving project. It's actually the parking lot out at Packard Woods where Older Adult Services is. Uh, that is $41,500 just to repave that parking lot. So um, streets included in this project are Lake Avenue to the front, or 5th Street from Lake Avenue to the railroad. So it's 5th Street going north. Uh Dickman Street from Webster Avenue to the Dead End, Laporte Street from East or East Street to Clinger Street or Clinger Kingston Road. It's so hard to put a road in the city, but what'd you say? What uh, was that again? Laporte Street from East Street to Kingston Road. Okay. East Street is it's a little short street. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, there, kind yeah. of by the junior high. Right. And Kingston is, it should be, It we need to change that to get the road off of there and get a, into an avenue or a lane or a... Boulevard. Yeah, something, yes. Um, and then on 7th Street between Harrison and Barrenbrook, they're going to be doing uh, a major project there too. So um, when I talked to Jimmy Marquette last night, he said, just so you know, he goes, I'm going to be spending another $100,000 coming up. I'm doing crack sealing and regenification of West, roads, too. Westgate. Yeah. Westgate Avenue is on there, isn't it? Uh-uh. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Westgate from Whoa. Hillcrest to State Road 17. <laughs> my, I, my heart's just flipped. <laughs> I've seen them Because I've been promising people that we're doing it this year. <laughs> I have seen um, a lot of work going on out there. The city's been had the road tear up and closed for a while. Yeah, we and, did uh, some uh, sewer work uh, along um, Hillcrest Avenue just uh East of my home, as a matter of fact. So. Well, and then he, down there on the, uh, oh, I'm trying to think, on the south side, just as you're going in, um, they they were dug across the street there and going all the way across. So, uh, but, but that's the thing. The city kind of plans ahead and says, okay, you know, Donnie, what, where are you going to be working? If you're going to be tearing up the road, and it's a bad road, and you know, then maybe you go ahead and get your project done, and then when you're done, we'll come in and do the project over top of it and finish it off and and make it all nice again. The last thing you want to do is 
lay down a brand new, nice new road. And then all of a sudden, you know, the water department or the sewer department has to come in and tear it up. So mm-hmm. they try, they all try to work hand in hand uh, to make sure that, uh, you know, we're not going backwards when we're doing road projects. But uh, it'll be exciting. There, there, there was a question about uh, how quickly they'll get started. And Jimmy Marquette says that they'll be having a, a meeting coming up in the in the next week or two, and he'll get some information then from the contractor EMB Paving on you know their scheduling and how quickly they can get in here. But it is scheduled to be done this season, right? Uh, which typically ends in November or so. So there's the story I typed for you, Rusty, last night. So you'll have it. I I I, I got hungry. Too. Well, I, oh, I got hungry. Well, I had it. Took a bite corner. out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Had to eat the corner, so sorry about that. Um, next up on the agenda was our fire chief, uh, and he was there uh, to get permission to hire a part-time paramedic. Yeah, Devin Garcia is a member of the Goshen Fire Department paramedic. Actually, he lives in Plymouth too. Yes, he does, and that's from nice here. And uh, so we're gonna. There's another net. Um, <laughs> So we're going to bring him on part time, and he he works the same kind of schedule that we have uh, in Goshen. So, which means that he can work on his off days here, right. and and a lot of firefighters do that. They have a second job, um, which makes it nice. Uh, I know the chief did say uh, because of some staff sickness and injuries, uh, they're shorthanded a little bit. So that's why they're looking to hire a part time person to help out. So um, that hopefully will be. Uh, happening in the next uh <coughs> week or so and um although he has to go through learn the department learn the ambulance because all ambulances are not set up everything is not in the same place in the ambulance so if you're working on it and you need to get a band-aid it might not be in that same cover so he's got to learn where everything is and then he also has to get uh his uh criteria from dr smith that says that he is uh you know, certified to work in the ambulance for the Plymouth Hospital. So moving forward, um, the fire chief then also asked uh, to have uh, several firefighters attend the annual firefighter conference in Indianapolis. It's spread out over a three-day period, but they don't go down and spend the whole, they go different days, different ones. He imagines 10 to 12 of them will be participating, going down, taking some classes, uh, looking at new equipment. There's a, you know, they have the setup with all the companies that come in and, you know, try and sell you all their latest and greatest down there. Um, It is 50 to $55 per day. And um, the firefighters will pay for it themselves and then they'll be reimbursed. Uh, he estimated it would cost between $600 and $720. Um, and so the Board of Public Works and Safety gave him permission to go ahead and let those firefighters do that. It's an annual thing, and they do. And then Bill Sheely talked about the airport. And gosh, Mayor. That's about it. That was about Seven all. minutes worth. That was all that happened. It took us a lot less than seven minutes. Uh, so next up, then we sat around and waited 20 minutes for the next meeting to start because they don't start right after they, you know, it's six o'clock and six 30 or past six 30 if the first meeting goes longer. But so we sat around and, and waited, uh, next up was the, 
uh, a second reading of the 2022 salary ordinance for next year. Mm -hmm. uh, you are proposing up to a 3% raise for almost all employees yes. uh, in the city. There are a couple of employees. I know that their raises will be uh, higher. Um, and then Sean also said you passed it on second hearing uh, last night, but also said that there's discussions ongoing for potential amendments for the third reading that, right. that were presented in your first meeting in August. So exactly. We'll see what comes up there. Uh, next, Janine, the clerk treasurer, was there, uh, said that First Federal had donated $500 to the Latino Festival, and there was a $50 donation in memory of David Manring uh, to the Plymouth Fire and EMS, and donations have to be um, approved uh, by the council that they're specific. So that here's this money. It is for a specific cause. Are you willing to accept it for that particular cause? And, and they did. So things are going good there. Um, and then we had a couple of requests for commercial revitalization rebate grants. Mm -hmm. The first one coming up was from Dave Hammond uh, at Standard Plumbing. Yeah, he's going to, um, he wants a new roof. And he got a couple. Had it's required to get a couple more than one quote for that. Um, he got two quotes, and um, I'll take it from there. And um, the low quote was, "Gosh, I have to ask Sean because he didn't give the thing." The low quote was eleven thousand four hundred dollars uh, for his building over on the Port Street, and um, he was. Uh, it is a twenty-year roof guarantee too, and uh, he was granted a twenty percent uh, towards that project. It's a 20-year roof. Um, I will not be mayor when it uh, <laughs> comes up again. <laughs> and guess what? Dave probably won't be that building owner when no. it comes up again. So, um, The second one came from another Dave, Dave mm -hmm. Langdon from the Brass Rail in downtown. Uh, he's going to be doing uh, projects to his building, painting the exterior, um, which would be the north side and the east side because he... Doesn't have he has a building behind him and right. a building neighbor to him, so he has two sides to paint, uh, a new sign and then new awnings, and uh, the painting projects. He had two bids for the painting. The low one was thirteen thousand five hundred seventy-eight dollars and ninety-eight cents. Uh, the sign, the low sign bid was sixty-two hundred dollars, and believe it or not, the awnings that they have over the windows there, it was much cheaper to get new awnings than to actually just get have them put new skin on the metal awnings that are there. Right. It was cheaper just to get the whole new thing done, uh, like way cheaper. And so uh, he will get, uh, in his project overall, he will get $4,741.39 rebate from the city after the project is completed. So... Um, that you know, that just helps to improve our downtown and make it look nice. And there's not very many awning companies anymore, and <laughs> no. um, so he we can only, he can only get one quote for an awning for the awnings. Well, he got two quotes for new awnings and for replacing right. the old awnings, yeah. but it came from the same company. Right. So, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of options out there uh, to get the rebates. You're you're supposed to have t at least two bids, so they can look at at both of them, make sure you're getting a good price on it. Um, and then you don't start the project 
until after you've been approved for the grant reimbursement. Then once your project is completed, you submit the invoices to them and then you'll get your match money back. So uh, last up was a stellar update from Sean Cerisi, the city attorney. And um, the city's portion of it uh, haven't really gone too far. Getting ready to submit the uh, applications to INDOT for the Greenways Trail Extension Project. Um, but at this point, they're, they're still in the process. It, you can't have, Okra can't have two things going at the same time in the same area. So they're waiting uh, for one to finish so they can get that going. And then uh, Kevin Berger was there. Um, and gave a little bit of update on the stellar project that he did in Culver uh, at the paddocks. And they had a ribbon cutting this weekend. Um, Kevin is actually going to be doing a residential building project here in the city of Plymouth, too. Really? Uh, the It's on Baker Street uh, where the... Um, what's the name of that? Solomon. Um, um, man. Should know that. It's uh, east of um, the uh, intermediate school, um, Riverside. So, uh, be several several units, uh, mainly along Baker Street there that Kevin's doing. So, and, and it'll um, it'll it'll be kind of similar to the Paddock's product project right. too. He's doing um, the funding for it uh, on how he wants to do that. Um, so in it, but they're not into the constructions. They're still finishing up the financing uh, side of that, I believe, um, before we'll actually see construction. I would imagine that won't happen until next season. Uh, now, so, um, uh, but that was it. Okay. That that was it. So, Mayor, now you get to spout for a little while. Spout. Yeah. What do you want to talk <laughs> about, Mark? Uh, I got a meeting at ten thirty, so we're good. Um, Art in, Arts in the Street is this Saturday, and it's going to be uh, Michigan Street will be closed off. Um, it's that's been a, a spectacular addition to our what we're trying to do here in downtown Plymouth, and the first one um, probably six years ago. I said to myself, uh, "Man, this is slim. It's not going to make it." But the last several years, it's really gotten big. So. Um, and uh, Heartland artists uh, are the leaders in that, and and hoping to when it used to be singular art in the street, now it's arts in the street. So that's a good thing because it's not just uh, not just art; it's all kinds, it's all all kinds, kinds of, of arts, arts, including yes. music, so. music and food and dance and all kinds of stuff. So uh, that's it, coming up. And th this past weekend, we just had the tractor show, tractor show. in downtown Plymouth. Um, another event that has grown over the years. Obviously, last year, COVID had a very negative impact on events in downtown Plymouth, uh, with neither arts in the street or the tractor show happening. But uh, things are back and moving forward. And boy, it was a, a hot, uh, hot day on Saturday. It was. Uh, down there in, in the park. You know, Mark, um, talk a little bit about on Friday, you had uh, the mayor's roundtable. Uh, here in Plymouth, you hosted a number of mayors from the northern part of the state. Right. We had about 20 mayors here on Friday. Uh, and we did the same thing two years ago. And it was the same temperature, I think. Maybe a little hotter in 19. <laughs> but um, but 
We all get together uh, once a month some, in some city um, in northern Indiana. Uh, we just had one at um, Kendallville a while back. Uh, Elkhart's is next in, in uh, next week, four weeks from last Friday. So, um, And we, you know, we all have different sized cities. We all have different sized problems, uh, but we still sit down and talk about them. We have um, uh, the mayor from Woodburn is the smallest city in the state of Indiana. He was there, uh, and then, uh, of course, uh, Elkhart, um, Mayor Rod Robertson was there. And, and uh, so that's, and, and Dave Woods from Mishawaka couldn't make it. Um, uh, Mayor Mueller from uh, South Bend couldn't make it, but we had about 20 mayors there, from mainly from the Northeast. Um, we're not getting too many from from the West. Uh. So y- 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 this isn't just a, a sit-down-and-gab session, though, is it? I no, mean- we try and solve each other's problems for them. You know, we all have different issues uh, and in different ways. And, and, and so uh, it's just very... Very good to sit down to, and talk. AIM, uh, which is the Accelerate Indiana Municipalities, was there, and they gave their presentation um, on what's coming up in next year's legislature. legislature. So, um, and that's that's only something we have to talk about because uh, a lot of times uh, we just don't always get along with uh, <laughs> the legislators. Um, they some, don't come and ask us what no. this impact is going to have on us. Um you know, they have a tendency to micromanage yes. cities and mayors, and uh, we don't like that very much. So, so um, then you you also have a meal, mm-hmm. um, and actually, uh, Bob's cafeteria uh, served food truck your there. Yeah. meal this time. Um, and then you you have a program. We do. Too. Yeah, uh, two years ago, um, it was uh, the Reese and uh, Randy Anderson was oh, there. Oh, and then and you, gave you probably tours. showed them the yeah. yeah. But it's changed immensely. Gosh, since can then. you imagine the next time they're here, you'll be able to actually show them the so. finished project. Maybe you can even have your meeting in there. That'd be f- especially fantastic. if it's in the summertime. It'll Absolutely. be nice and cool inside there. This year, uh, we talked about uh, the Laporte Street footbridge, and it's 122 years old. Allegedly, the um, oldest footbridge in Indiana, and it is being. Um, there's a net again. Sorry, uh, <laughs> it's being uh, redone, um, renovated, and uh, it's in the hands of, of an engineering firm right now. They were up about a month ago to take to take a look at it, but I had my mayor's uh, walk across it. Um, and <laughs> let me tell you something: when you have 15 people in there or more, you're not sure if you're going to make it <laughs> because that thing swings. It uh, swings. No <laughs> Have you been on it? Uh, yeah, I've got I've gone out to take some pictures of it, but it's basically me and maybe Jim, and yeah. that's it. Nobody yeah. else is on there. Yeah, As a kid, I rode my bike over it tons of times, but uh, yeah, never like really a bunch of people on there. And if, if anybody with motion sickness, uh, probably <laughs> ought, to, ought to stay off of it, especially if you, if you have people with you. So. So this project is not has not started. The actual construction and renovations no. have not started, um, but it'll be a major uh, undertaking uh, to rehab that bridge. So it's basically from the bottom all the way up. It's right. not just a fancy paint job and put down some new boards. Um, and this is a situation where I got 
put in the doghouse. Um, we applied for this in um, November. I think it was due the day before Thanksgiving of 17. And knowing how NDOT is, um, we figured we'd have to apply for it three or four times like we did for the second phase of the Greenways Trail. And bingo, February of 18, during the flood, mind you, um, <laughs> we found out that we won. And I had not even told uh, the clerk treasurer yet. <laughs> That you had a plot. <laughs> we had an 80-20 match on this thing, so um, so I was in the doghouse for a while, but we all got through it, and it'll be a beautiful addition, um, a beautiful oh. changes to it. Uh, it, it. It actually will be a great addition to River Park Square. Um, you know, obviously, uh, phase two of the Greenway Trail is going to be happening uh, down through the park system, and actually the the... The proposed trail will go closer to that bridge, so you'll have some access. And um, it, it may actually turn out to be maybe a little of a, if you beautify the bridge, maybe on the east side, they might do some beautification on the homes on that right. side there Well, and, uh, by um, it too. It's not going to move as much uh, once it's done, so uh, it'll still be moving. But Anybody who's gone down there and looked at it, you can see... Um, I mean, the city is just bandaged things, uh, like the, the oh, I don't know what you planks. call it. But planks. The pl planks they've replaced when they go bad, but on the sides, you know, the spaces were too too wide that people or children could get their heads through and some of that. So they've had to put in, I won't say chicken wire, but some kind of additional fencing in there to to make it safer for people and so i, I mean it'll be a, a total rehab and i i personally i would love to see uh, i don't know how you would do it but some lighting on it so that actually people could cross over the bridge in the evening to maybe come down to the mayor's month of music sure. and they're on the east side they just walk on down the bridge and into the park and i can just see it being a, a fantastic place with the the water underneath and it, just a neat thing. So uh, any idea on when construction and renovations will start? It's an enhancement grant, transportation enhancement grant, which usually is about five years out from the time you win it. So <laughs> probably 23 or 24, I would imagine. Okay. VS Engineering uh, out of Indianapolis is the engineer for it, and they have a, a specialist in bridges, and uh, especially these kind of bridges. Um, and they were all up for a meeting about a month ago. We all went walked out to the bridge as well. So um, it's pretty cool. Very good. Um, I did look up uh, Kevin Berger's name. It's Riverside Commons is the subdivision that Thank he you. is proposing uh, out on the east side of town too. So um, we mentioned I mentioned Mayor Mar's Month Music that is coming up before you are August back on the 6th. show. Absolutely, yes. Arson. Uh, the Bishops will be here from Bishops, or a, a, a band from Indianapolis. Uh, um, they're supposed, I think they they call themselves the top wedding band in the Midwest or something. So, um, But uh, a lot of people have heard of them before and, and are look, we're looking forward to that. Um, it's the first time, uh, obviously, we had to do away with it last year. Um, yeah. So. August sixth will be the first uh, magic bus uh, will be here. Believe it or That's not, That's a big one. We had a we had a um, one band uh, that was contracted for last year that could not make it, and uh, lo and behold, um, 
Laura Mann got a hold of the Magic Bus, and they were open that that night. So that is a great addition uh, to uh, to our band. We're gonna have T-shirts this year uh, with. Um, oh, you're working on uh, on a project with David's Courage. Yes. Yes. Uh, on that. Mm-hmm. So um, the T-shirts will be sold by David's Courage, um, f- and for they their and fundraiser. Their fundraiser. Um, and it's, it'll, so it'll list all the concerts on the back, like a like know, a concert T-shirt. You know, every time t-shirt. you go to a concert, yeah, that's a great and idea. Then, uh, uh, as well as the, all all of our sponsors. So, um, and we got it. Laura was in a in a tizzy this morning because <laughs> one of the bands uh, decided they didn't want to come this year. So um, we have she's reached out to a band that was here two years ago called the Cornfield Mafia. Oh. That's one you picked, wasn't right. it? They yes. were they were at uh, Marshall, Illinois Fall Fest uh, a few years ago, and they're from Danville, Indiana. And uh, so we're, we should know something later on today if Cornfield made it or not. Um, and then, uh, man, I should have brought my list. Um, I know Treated and Released is the last program the last band and that's the night that blueberry opens it's friday nights in august at river park square it is pretty simple um to you know just make your plan to be there every friday night now it is going to put a damper on laura and kevin and my and jim's dinner engagements (laughs) on friday night i guess uh, we'll have to put that on hold for a month but uh yeah, you can come down. There'll be food down there. The opportunity to uh, food trucks will be there, so you can try out some things there. The concession stand will be open too, and that is a benefit for Relay for Life. Okay, Relay for Life. So, and then obviously these concert T-shirts that'll be for David's Courage, and actually, David's Courage is making they're the, the ones t-shirts. that are printing the T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. they're they're kind of that. David's Courage is really starting to grow out there and so this is one way for them to get some exposure and also a way hopefully to make some money so bring some extra cash so you can buy a concert t-shirt it's not going to be long till they meet that licensing requirement i I would think yeah i would think they're getting much closer now so uh fun things are happening you know i mean just we just talked about it you know tractor show was downtown we had the car show at river park square in Mm -hmm. june Uh, we've got arts in the street coming up this weekend you've got the mayor's month of music so you know just because we live in a small town doesn't mean there's lots of things going on that uh, people can participate in um the mayor's month of music is free actually there's no cost to come and enjoy the concerts um if you if funds are tight for you and you want to bring your own cooler with your picnic lunch in it um and your own beverages you are welcome to do that um you can buy what you want down there um but um and alcohol is permitted in the park during these events although they ask you to drink responsibly well um, and that's, that's something that um i think is an advantage to what we're doing a lot of cities don't have that a lot of cities and towns uh, alcohol is not uh, allowed in the park but uh it is for us and and has been for a long time we don't ever want to get in, into actually selling it ourselves but uh but or having another person sell it, uh, but we can't. You can bring your own, and that's important. And why not? Sure. I mean, 
it's a good thing, I'd say. And and that is not just at River Park Square. That's at all, all of the all parks. parks. You just need Any to be family responsible. Reunion, yeah. Know, so. So very good. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to think if there's any other hot news. Uh, any any secrets that you can tell us <laughs> what's happening or going on. Um. Uh, without without going into a lot of detail, can you talk to us about Culver's? Uh, the new Culver's restaurant. It's still it's still coming. Uh, okay. The rumor mill out there is that they're there. not, but um, as far as I know, they're still coming. It's uh, it's later on in the fall, uh, and I know that I saw um, when I was at Burger King a couple of weeks ago. I saw that they were doing surveying out there. So um, there is an issue, uh, a drainage issue that they're working on right now, but we'll get through that and, and um, hopefully welcome them uh, later in the year. Culver's restaurant. Is that still going to be a little more complicated than just moving it? They're going to take that building yes, down and yes. redesign that space. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So um, it's not like they're just going to go Move into in. that building. Yeah. Um, and there, there's been an issue uh, with some drainage that they're work, working on right now. It, it, it's kind of surprising to me. Of course, you got to think they're going to take up that building. I. And obviously relocate it. It's not even going to sit on that same foundation. They're going to relocate it. Right. So doing that, then uh, they have to adhere to all the new drainage right. uh, requirements that are in place since it's brand new construction. And so that's where the, there's been the slowdown. Right. Um, but it, it it's not anything that the city has said, we don't want you or we don't need you. It, it's just getting the drainage plans figured out. The same thing kind of happened with the new Dollar General on the east side. I yeah. mean, they worked and worked and worked for um, months and months on um, the, the drainage plan to get it going. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's just one of those things. But Culver is still in the plans. And I don't know. We won't go into details, but on the TRC that was meeting at 9 o'clock this morning, um, they have proposed restaurant um, that they're going to be looking at. Now, the TRC is not a, it's not a, uh, okay, this is good to go. It's a company who's coming, this is what we're proposing, this is what we want to do. TRC is a technical review committee. Can we make this work? Right. Right. So. And it looks like we are getting another restaurant on the far uh, northwest side. Um, hooray, hooray. So, well, I, and I do not even know the name of it. Uh, all the paperwork we got, the name of the restaurant itself was not even on there. So, um, that, it, And he's telling the truth because I asked the building commissioner last night and he didn't even know. I mean, it's in somebody's name, private well, yeah. name, not a company that you could go look up and say, oh, oh look. Well, this I is, mean, the other part of that is. He's associated is, with this. You got to make sure. Until, you got to yeah. make sure you can do what you want to do. I mean, right. they they may come in and say, "Hey, we want to build a twelve-story building." Is it? Well, you got to do this. You got to, you know. Well, that's cost prohibitive. We're not going to do it. Get everybody all in a tither. Uh, I do want to plug uh, Havana City Grill, a new Cuban restaurant which is downtown. Yes. And, uh, um, have you had a taste of? I yet? have. Yes, uh, twice. Um, had a sandwich in there on Friday or on Saturday, uh, and uh, their their sandwiches are, are, are a lot different than than um, what our sandwich, <laughs> sandwiches look like. Uh, but 
Um, and then the Friday that we cut the ribbon, um, I was, uh, I ate there that night too. So, um, young couple, um, brand new baby, you know, or, and they're, they are Cuban, um, to the core, oh, both wow. of them. And, Great. Uh, and it's the, the language barrier is not very good between me and him, but, um, I, he asked me, <laughs> we we cut the ribbon on the week that you know they were protesting in in Cuba, oh. and and he just out of the blue said we don't like communists we don't <laughs> like communists <laughs> so oh, okay. something to that effect we don't either <laughs> yeah but the food is different than uh, Mexican rest, me, me, Mexican food because it's not as hot oh that's good okay uh, not, I wondered not as spicy that. Um, they use uh, um, slaw or um, the, cabbage yes and plantain that's bananas the, the, the green bananas um are on a are sandwich also, no not oh. necessarily i suppose you can okay. get like elvis and get plantain butter um <laughs> but the honduran restaurant that was just south of the river for a while uh-huh is very similar to this so okay yeah interesting well Check it out in downtown. There you got the mayor's mayor's, uh, mayor's endorsement for a, a, another restaurant to try out. It's um, in the, the old Real, Real, Rialto Theater building. And it, it's it's right there in the, not the art block, but the next block to the north. Right. Um, so you can check that out. I know they're open for uh, lunch and dinner. They have a small seating area inside, uh, but... Yeah. Uh, probably a lot of it in uh, for us would be like a carryout. But it's good. That's, especially the change. downtown business. Mm-hmm. I mean, grab your lunch and head down to River Park Square. Sit down sure. there and enjoy the fresh air and the sunshine. And they're closed on Tuesdays, uh, but uh, I think Sundays and Tuesdays. But they were open yesterday, so good deal. Well, guess we won't be going there for lunch today. <laughs> well, not on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, no, it's Tuesday. Yeah. Um, anything else? I don't Mayor? think so. Um, all right. Appreciate it. We appreciate you taking the time to come in and be with us this morning, too. No problem. All, All right, right, Rusty. See you guys. Um, all right, break time. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easy going for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for $3.50, or the new Buy a Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for $4. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hyper-caffeinated Jamaica Me Crazy, Blueberry Muffin, or Decaf Coffee. Plymouth Belmart BP opens at 4 a.m. for all you early birds. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. In just 15 minutes a day, Babbel teaches you conversations that you will actually use. With 14 languages and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll learn what matters most to you. Babbel. 
Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. WTCA. I love you, love you, love you. Awesome. I am so excited. Your hometown station. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. Feel good radio station. Give us a call now at 574-936-4096 for What's Your Opinion? Now, back to Kathy and Rusty. And back to us. It's a groovy Tuesday. It is! Groovy it's a Tuesday. groovy Tuesday in the summer. A groovy Tuesday in downtown Plymouth. The summer in downtown Plymouth. We've got a phone call, Rusty. Call you're on the air. Hey, I got a question. Okay. I was reading back one of the articles that Kathy wrote um, maybe two weeks ago, a week ago. You guys had Kevin Overmeyer called in. They threw them underneath the bus about the housing for the work release. Oh, um, about uh, the the uh, Community Corrections Advisory Board. Uh, creating a committee to look at the possibility of building uh, or finding a new location when their lease is up. But what was said about putting people over there at the uh, new building that they're building for the homeless? Um, That that building, a lot of the clients for community corrections would qualify could qualify to live in that building and that uh, when they get to the point of being able to fill it, um, obviously they're going to encourage those people to apply to live there, those who need that type of supportive housing, um, but, but that they cannot set aside a specific room or number of rooms that would be solely uh, those for community corrections. So the homeless, the homeless people are still going to get that first dibs on it, correct? Um, it, it, they, they talked a little bit about the application project uh, process um, at the meeting. And actually, applications will be um, tallied and someone who has maybe has been on the list. Uh, so we'll say they get full and now there's a waiting list and somebody is on, at the top of the waiting list, but they get an application from somebody else and they have more need, more criteria to get in. Then they would go to the top of the list. So it's based is- on the need more than, uh, you know, how long you've been on the list. What is the definition for work release? 
Well, work release would not be in that in that building. Work would it would not? No, it would not be in that building. The the talk about work release was I mean, they actually prior to that, um somebody in there would be could be on community corrections, which means they have an ankle bracelet and they are and some people could be on community corrections, but they don't have a place to live um, that that can qualify for them to live there. So so they're stuck in the jail because they don't have a good place to go to live. Um, so once you're on qualify and can be on community corrections, then you could live there. And, you know, there are a lot of people on community corrections who do work and actually have obtained their jobs through community corrections. But it, that would not be a work release facility. Work release would be okay. a separate. And actually in the conversation at community corrections meeting last week, that would be, you know, well, if we're looking at the same time for maybe constructing a new facility or getting something that is closer to, because probation and community corrections work hand in hand. Um, and Ward said, if we're looking at that at the same time, that maybe we should look at work release too. Or, uh, no, Ward didn't say work release. Ward said a residential facility so that somebody on community corrections if the waiting list was full at Serenity's house, that there would be, you know, he suggested that. But Kevin had su said that at one point they talked about building or creating a standalone work release facility. Okay. But, you know, initially when the jail was sold to all of us 15 years ago, um, work release was going to be in the jail. And then when it got up and got going or whatever, um, the, it, the sheriff did not want to do work release. Didn't want to be responsible for work release. Yeah, I don't blame him. Uh, it, it's, it definitely is a huge undertaking. And um, I don't know, work release can be very beneficial. I mean, because let's look at what Community Corrections is doing. I'm just getting ready uh, to do a story about it because um, Ward Byers gave an update on the number of Community Correction clients who are actually working full-time jobs because of their Community Corrections connection. And that, I mean, companies are calling Ward every day looking for more now, do employees those, do those people live at their own house yes okay which is a good thing because then you know yeah. they're out and they're taking care of their families yeah um and i think that's cool i mean i'd rather see them out working and like i said take care of their families instead of just sitting in that jail uh, yeah, and especially, you know, when you put somebody in jail and they're the breadwinner of the family, I mean, then you throw the whole family into kind of a tizzy on 
you know, how are we supposed to pay the rent? How are we going to pay the electric bill? You know, okay, we can go apply for emergency food stamps, but there are other things that we have to pay for. I, I got a car payment. I got a, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. And so if you can keep people working, and obviously on a work release program would be the same way. They're going to pay back a portion of their salary uh, to work release for the benefit of being out of there, but they're still going to have funds available to support their family at the same time. Yeah. Could they ever give you like a percentage of the people that sitting in jail for a minor offense that are just sitting there that can be on work, work release? They have, well, see, nobody could be on work release, I don't believe, until you're sentenced. Because you're not guilty until you've been tried in a court of law. So you can't, I don't, I don't know if you could put somebody who hasn't been sentenced on work release. Um, some of them do go to community corrections. Um, I, I see, I don't know the difference really. They would have their option, either ankle bracelet or you sitting in jail. And I know that's what's happening with some of them, and they're going on on community corrections because of that. And they are yeah. paying for the services provided to community corrections. So, yes. Well, they should. Well, I mean, why not? I, it, it's a good thing. Yeah, you. I mean, you broke the law, you pay the consequences. That's correct, exactly. I just, I just trying to catch up on your news. Very good. Are you watching the Olympics? No, I'm watching grass grow. <laughs> well, it's doing that thing right now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so. And congratulations, Rusty. On your engagement. Well, I'm not engaged. <laughs> well, you're going to gain a child, another child into your family. Yeah, but... A daughter-in-law. I don't have to do anything. You think that you now? show up. You got one more Christmas present, one more birthday present to buy, bud. <laughs> well, we've been doing he that for a while. He doesn't do that, though. Maggie does yeah, it. Yeah, Maggie takes care of all that stuff. So, all right. Thank you, Mayor. Thanks. Uh, thank you, President. That's an insult. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I degraded you. <laughs> You're the top dog. See ya. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. All righty. Um, I've covered my bases, Rusty. You have? I have. I got some bases to cover. You do? I, I cover. Yeah. I can wish somebody a happy birthday. Did somebody... Do that on purpose, by the way. Uh, no, that, it, that, no, that's just an abbreviation. Okay. We got a birthday to uh, wish to Mark Owen. Happy birthday. Uh, you are entered in our hat. You're eligible for our, draw <laughs> our drawing on Friday. Mark Owen is the assistant police chief yes, for the city of Plymouth. Happy birthday. He's eligible for four cupcakes from La Desert Cafe. Also free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. So, good luck to you, Mark Owen. Now it's time for our anniversaries. we got a bunch of them today. A couple of belated ones. 
Uh, first of all, on July 3rd, Glenn and Linda Starr had their 56th anniversary. So happy anniversary to you two. Uh, also on the 24th, Don and Shirley Burns, 67 years. Happy anniversary to you. And then today, Mike and Judy Delp, 47 years today. Happy oh, anniversary to you too. Very nice. You are eligible for our drawing at the end of the month. 50 bucks from Deacon Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home is on the line to some lucky couple. Now it's time for trading posting. You can buy, sell, trade, giveaway for it. It's worth it. It's worth it. And I have right here in my hand the actual item given to me by Kathy. An Invocare. Well, there's a bunch of them here. There's three of them. Three days. Three items. Three days for free. Four items. Four days for free. That's better. Yes. Invocare commode chair to use at the bedside or over the toilet. It's adjustable. It has uh, padded handles, 16-inch seat. It's in good condition, 25 bucks. An Invocare folding walker with front wheels, 300-pound max. I couldn't use it. Good condition, 25 bucks. And a transfer bench, sliding shower chair with a back. It's adjustable height, very good condition, 50 bucks. You want to call during the daytime, just call here, 936-4096. Call in the evenings and leave a message, 952-3619. And that is the trading post for today. And that is everything I have for today. And it's everything I've got for today. Woohoo! But let's see. Um, get over here, get in here. Oops, that's the wrong button. Get in here. Go to calendar. On tomorrow's show, Greg Hildebrand will be in with okay. us. So we'll have Greg in. And then on Thursday, uh, we are going to have um, Marty Osterbahn and Jenny uh, Jenny Monroe from uh, the, the County Stellar Update. Uh, they're going to update us on... Uh, all of the projects that are going in in all of the communities uh, here in Marshall County. So we're going to get a, a thorough update on what's happening with Stellar throughout Marshall County on Thursday. That should be really interesting. And then on Friday, um, the Plymouth Municipal Airport and Alpha Flight will be here uh, to talk about the excitement that's happening out at the Plymouth Airport. Very good. And we have one more anniversary. Brenda and Bob Jacobs, 32 years today. So... Happy anniversary Lots of anniversaries you. this week. Yep. Good deal. Lots of them. Bunch of them in the hat. So that's all I got. All right. Well, that's all I got. Okay. That's all we got. We'll be back tomorrow. We will be back tomorrow. And that's that. We'll start at 9. Have a great day. Today